Hey guys, this is Kevin the Magic Army Podcast, the freaking Disney podcast of the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy. Welcome to the Magic Our Way Podcast. I'm Kevin Smith, and now get ready for all the Disney there is. Turn up your mouse ears, kids. It's Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of... The magic our way. Magic our way. Magic our way. Magic our way. The magic our way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sante, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Away podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about Disney stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRway.com is where you can find us today. We are discussing Disney Genie, the successor of the Fast Pass Plus and Max Pass systems, and the latest in a long line of crowd control programming. And look, this isn't your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and disney podcast no sir we are not in the parks every day trying to tell you the best way to position yourself on flights of passage so that you can feel that banshee breathing between your legs nope we're here to drink talk disney entertain y'all and hopefully take your minds off of the impending disney genie Gaddon. so you better get ready to ride the lightning lane because here we come Woo! my name is kevin and I'm Danny. And I'm your main Marvel man, Eli. Lee here. And uh, hey, man, don't be a meanie. Book your vacation with me, the Travel Genie. Hey. Hey. So guys, look enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some Disney Genie magic. Guys, as we've been saying, there we have another way for you to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast. Make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash Magic Our Way, and there you'll find five awesome tiers to fit any economic level to elevate your support of our show. And all the money goes into the production, the equipment, everything that we need to deliver this product to you week in and week out, man. It's pretty killer. Patreon.com forward slash magic our way. And on a set more sad note, we want to give a shout out to uh, another podcast by the name of Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Uh, you know, that's our long time a week in Austin's Austin A's podcast. And we just learned recently that they lost a member of their podcast to uh, some complications and stuff. We don't have to go into any details, but um, very sad, very heartbroken to hear that. Just wanted to just say, hey, look, we're thinking about you. If y'all need anything, let us know. But um, yeah, keep them and keep Austin. You know, he's the I guess the most uh, tied to our show. But keep everybody on that show because I'm sure they're just uh, they're just you know they don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's some tough times, man. So shout out to Lukewarm Cinema Podcast and Austin A. <laughs> And here we are on the queue, and this is the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. And woo, we got a big one. Woo, 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 biggin. We got a big one. We're talking about Disney Genie, of course. Well, that's Mm -hmm. a whopper. It's a whopper. It's a big old, it could be very little itty bitty. Or a really big, massive power. Ah, power. I'm trying to remember the lines from the movie, but uh, it escaped me at the moment. Ah, but you understand. Itty bitty living space. Itty bitty living space, yes. 
Okay. Phenomenal power. Power. Phenomenal power. Itty bitty charge to your vacation. That's everything. That's yeah. uh, that's disputable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. But before we do that, I need to clear up some uh, terminology. Oh All right. no, you already do it, math. No, well, not math. I'm doing words. Oh God, you already do it, words. If uh, as it were. <laughs> All right, man. So I just want to clarify that because uh, you know I'm hearing people talk about this. I'm reading articles about this, and it's like, man, y'all are throwing a bunch of, or assuming a bunch of different terms that are out there. These terms, uh, uh, we're gonna stick, try our best to stick with these terms as much as we can because this is what Disney's providing us. Okay. All right. So there's two things. There's basically the online app of the system itself and the physical name of the queue. So we're thinking about the physical queue where you actually stand in, you get to the ride, and then we have the actual online app system. All right. It's two pieces. Two pieces. You got the place that you stand in. Place phone. So if I'm standing somewhere with the phone, that's the physical. That's the physical cue. That's the physical cue is the line, and then I'm on the phone online. Yes, you're online and you're playing with Disney Genie on that. See how the confusion is? It's the line in both. But okay, Mm -hmm. you're gonna make it easy. I'm gonna make it clear. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll make it clear a little bit. All right, this is like the glossary section yes. of the book yes. where we're going to learn the terms so that way the discussion is more informed. Exactly, exactly, ah. exactly, yes. So first term, Disney Genie. And I want you to equate that with the word free because it is free. What's free? Disney Genie is free. That's not what I heard, sir. Disney Genie is free. Yes, that Disney Genie is free. No. Disney Genie Plus is a paid option. Ooh. Oh. And then I love this term, individually selected attractions. Just rolls right off your tongue. Yeah. Individually selected attraction. Yeah, don't you mm. love it? Doesn't it massage your tongue a little bit? Isa. Yeah, I mean, it does. It's like, you know, hey, there's a dancer here, there's a dancer there. Either way, it's a paid option. Yeah, it is an attraction. Yeah, so we're talking about an online app, the thing that you access on your phone. Okay. Disney Genie Free, Disney Genie Plus is a paid option. Individually selected attractions is a paid option. Good oh, word. that's a lot of paid options. Yeah. Mm. When, wasn't it free somewhere in there? And the first one, the Disney first Genie. One. That's Disney why. Genie free. Yeah. Disney, Disney Genie free. Plus, not free. Not free. Individually selected, selected attractions. Void in Idaho. Yes, yeah, selected. Continental U.S. With a paid asterisks. option. Paid. Paid. Yeah. Even, it was even less one. free. Yes. Less free, yes. So now let's get into the nitty gritty. Get to the gritty gritty. Gritty gritty. The, the, do the gritty. We talk about those three things. The Disney Genie plus the, the, the two paid options, Disney Genie plus and the light and the individual attractions uh, the, uh, selections things page whatever we want to call it okay so you do a more glossary as well so no 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 more glossary okay with that we'll turn it we'll get this over to lee but we're going to start with disney genie itself free thing that we talked about lee i want to know what are the individual benefits we get with this part of the system so won't you give us a rundown of everything that happens here all right so as i alluded to earlier this is kind of uh disney's version of touring plans um you can the beginning of the day, before you get there, what have you, you can plug in all the stuff that you want to do, things you want to see, rides you want to ride, places you want to eat, and then the Disney Genie will sort it all out for you. It'll say, hey, you know what? This is the first thing you should do when you get in the park, and when you finish there, you should go here, and then when you finish that, you should go over here, and hey, it's about lunchtime, so why don't you uh, grab lunch at Pinocchio Village House and all this kind of stuff. And the cool part about it is that it'll kind of update throughout the day, so if uh, you know a ride breaks down and those lines are longer than they were at you know 12 o'clock when you started, then it'll rearrange it to where they think that that uh, line will have uh, be shorter later on in the day. Uh, and it has all kinds of cool stuff like 
you know, it will show you wait times, of course, but it'll also show you projected wait times for other attractions. So you can kind of think if you want to jump on that now, or if you want to maybe wait later, you can do that as well. And it all is supposed to work intuitively and then basically just make your day easier and maximize your time in the parks. And that is, in a nutshell, what the Disney Genie does. Now, there's some little additional things on there, and we can get into those in a second. But the biggest chunk of meat is that daily planning and taking, telling you where to go and what to do. So that that's the free version, right? That is the free version. We're talking straight-up Disney Genie, not Plus, just the regular Disney Genie that anyone can get just by having the, the Disney World app or the Disneyland app. So what you're ta- what I'm hearing is that you're talking about the personalized attorney and tip board. Uh, you're giving me attraction status, show times, dining availability, and standby wait times all up in that little Right. You can thing, do mobile right? ordering, too, on there as well. So, yeah, it's just kind of a daily planner. Uh, helps you figure out where to go. And if you don't want to break it down by individual rides, you can just do things like, hey, I'm interested in princesses or I like Toy Story or we want to check out Star Wars. These are all things that my family enjoys. And then it'll make suggestions for you. So like, you know, you should go over here to this side of the park and ride this and you should uh, make sure to check this out, this show and things like that. So, so that means I could be Jasper by Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> it's possible. Just the, just the location, but not the ride. I Fill your say. day with Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down and be tell you to go to Acrobar and also tell you to go on Philhar Magic because both of those contain Jasmine. Be like, Jasmine, what you like to eat? I, I got mobile delivery for you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and that's the major thing about this is that, and not to step into the Genie Plus area yet, but if you are a person that says, you know what, I don't really want to pay that $15 a day for the Genie Plus, this can still help you to maximize your time and, and save time in lines by telling you where to go next and things like that. Yeah. So, so just to clarify some other stuff that we, we that's included with this free version. You mentioned mobile ordering, so they continue the whole food thing. You can also do restaurant wait list, check in to your reservations, make reservations, all kind of stuff. Attraction virtual queues, you can get some forecasted future wait times. And you also get this virtual assistant? Virtual assistant? Yeah, it's like a little virtual chat box where you can talk to, uh, you know, Chad or whoever the cast member is Chad? on the line. Chad? <laughs> talk to like Chad? Chad. How Hi, about Chad? Chad? <laughs> what, what time is the theme park parade, Chad? I don't know where to go. Oh, you, so it's just somebody instead of the real people. You can just talk to somebody right there on the app while you're in Sure. Let's in say the that queue. you don't see a cast member around and you got a question. You can always type it into the uh, the virtual queue there and they can answer your question. Is you. that a real person that's on the other end of that? I don't think we know yet. I'm going to – I would guess. If I had to guess, there's probably like maybe some lead-in questions that they'll ask you. And then if they can't if, – if the stock questions don't get you the answer you need, they might shoot you over to a real person. Start um, the bot. We don't know yet. <laughs> oh, I would have some fun with that. <laughs> would you now? Oh, I would. Start with the bot. Yeah. Mess with the bot. No, I, I would. I'd go for straight for the the real person. I'd be like, you know, like, hi, I'm the Disney virtual assistant. Uh, can I help you? I don't know. Can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm the vi- I'm the Disney visual virtual assistant. Uh, what can I do for you? Like, I don't know, man. I, I need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, what can I help you out with, sir? What's going on? I don't know. It's just that I'm in my 40s. <laughs> I'm at Disney. I mean, 
Where did the time go? I blinked. Yeah, it was. It's, yeah. like, it's like the Microsoft paperclip. You know, he's going. Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, you get like the hey, little buddy. three ellipses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> the virtual assistant comes back. That'd be funny if, he, if the person comes back and says, hey, man, I feel you, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I'm 50. I didn't think I'd be a virtual assistant by now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got I thought I'd be the virtual manager at least. Yeah. <laughs> Just go back like, yeah, man. I love my wife, but geez, the man, she just nag, nag, nag. I don't even know why I got married. And uh, man, my kids are wonderful, but if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't have bought my condoms at the dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> the lips is like, you see the lips is gone. The, yeah. the guy's like, hey, man, man, look, I feel you, man. Look, is your wife in line with you right now with your children? You want to talk? Or you just. Vitting it out while you wait to go to your passes. <laughs> oh man, but I guess I'm just blowing smoke, virtual assistant. I guess it, you ever felt like a man trapped in a woman's body? <laughs> well, I guess it'd be vice versa, wouldn't it? You'd be like, well, but name is Jasmine, so yeah. I- <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like uh, Danny's hearing what uh, that virtual assistant, but actual virtual assistant, saying, "Would you like to make a restaurant reservation?" <laughs> <laughs> Man, no, I don't want to talk about no restaurant. <laughs> you you might enjoy a massage. They're like, please go to the now, If it's a if it's a bot, then yeah, then uh, I'm trust bot. You know how I feel about a bot. If the virtual assistant's like, hey, you sound a little stressed as your virtual assistant. I think you should go to sister. Like, hey, virtual assistant, you really want to assist me? Who's the best female masseuse over there? Yeah. Did he say they see little pictures pop up? Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Like, oh my god, there's so many to choose from. Oh. This was worth the money. You're like Chris Tucker in Rush Hour. Yeah, man. So much <laughs> to choose from, man. Virtual assistant, what do you look like? I mean, like <laughs> I don't know what you up to these days. Well, look, but, you know, know, I'm a local. I could I could meet up with y'all when y'all get out the line. I work till six. I got some girls we could meet up, but don't tell your wife. Mm-hmm. What you wearing, virtual assistant? <laughs> Khakis. Khakis. <laughs> Actually, I, wait a minute. Are you the virtual assistant or are you Jake from State Farm? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm working remotely. I whatever name you want to give me. Yes. You sure you don't want to book a meal, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to deep voice brother as my virtual assistant in Disney. Well, you can't tell. It'd just be a text, you know? I know, but if they could send, send me, like, if I could talk to the guy, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that would be really good in virtual because, you know, when you ever see that, you just see the static picture and you're like, yeah. Oh, well, you get to see the 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 virtual assistant? No, no. You know, like if you went to uh, like an Uber driver, they show you the picture of the driver. Like you go to like a Lowe's website and it'll just be like the static picture. It's just this person. You don't know if that's the real person that's responding to you. No, no. usually it's not because like when you write, well, you like, think, no, yeah. You're like, oh, why that girl look good? Next thing you know, it pops up like, hey, my name is Fahid. Like, no. That did not <laughs> match with what Kind of like I Tom saw. from MySpace, right? Exactly. He never changes position. It's always the same damn picture. But it's just, yeah, but who you actually get as the agent is not the representation. So it would be good if the virtual assistant has a photo of him or herself. Something you can, can relate to, maybe. Yeah. It should be like Waves, and they can have different, you can choose different voices. Like, I want to talk to Wreck-It Ralph, you know, or... I want to talk to Minnie or Mickey, and Minnie and Mickey can speak back to you. That'd be pretty awesome. I want to talk to Doug. <laughs> I want to talk to Thanos. Like, Thanos is hot out here. These lines are crazy. Wipe them all out. Thanos is hot, yeah. What, what, what does it cost for me to get that lightning pass? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's an equation you're not aware of yet. Yeah, Doug, all I get is like, woof, 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 squirrel, woof, woof, woof. Wow. Ah, Zero yeah. help. Zero I help. am Groot. 
I am Groot. I thought you meant original Doug from that Nickelodeon song. Oh, <laughs> what with a little funky hair? Yeah, I am Doug. <laughs> that oh, would man. be cool. I, I think I think that would be good. But the virtual assistant. No, that would be the, fun. We would have to we would have to test that. I think. Yeah, we go into the. Parts. I would love that. I think that's a. I think that's a. Uh, be to be fair, be honest, no jokes. I think that's a good way to buy time while you're in the queue. I know that's always been an issue that we've talked about for years, you know. So if they are chatty, like what we did, I mean, shoot, I, that would be fun. Did the time melt away like butter or what? <laughs> I'm sorry, virtual assistant. I'm about to board the ride. Oh, it man. was so nice talking to you. Yes, yeah. Hey, look, chat with me anytime, man. I'm here. Say, bro, I'm working tomorrow, eight to five. Eight to five. How long your vacation is? I'll be at Hollywood Studios. Oh, Brianna, that's Yay. good, girl. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. I keep on <laughs> talking to you again. How many degenerates do you think are going to be sending the Disney virtual assistant cock shots? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're sending like eggplant emojis. Oh. <laughs> eggplant, eggplant. Quite eggplant. a bit, sir. <laughs> Quite a bit. Hey, virtual assistant. Let me hey, see. I got 20 minutes to kill. What do you think about this? <laughs> let me it's slide. hot outside. Check yeah. it out. Sweating. I want to slide into your DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Thought I saw you on Bubble. What's happening? What's even great is all of this is for free. Yes. That's right. That's, That's all the good entertainment. Stuff, yeah. Beyond hey, the planning. And Hi, Disney virtual assistant. Can I help you? I don't know. Grandma's getting a little up there in age, and I'm just wondering, is it ethical to put her in a home, or should we just go ahead <laughs> and sell her stuff now? Well, just put her in Hall of Presidents. Nobody will know she's there. <laughs> Call it Barbara Bush. That's it. I'm glad you didn't take it dark. It's like, man, should I break up with her now? <laughs> is it too old to break, break up with grandma? Well, grandma no. Oh, no. Did grandma pay for the trip? Oh, virtual sister. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Good, yeah. Well, you got to move all her stuff in your name first. Then go on a bigger vacation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to apply for that job. I you want to be a virtual assistant? I'd do that. If I could work remotely. Yeah, yeah I'd do that. Oh, I'm do sure that? you could. That'd be awesome. Yeah, ask me all I kind think of we all questions. do that. I think we're all set up to do We could have the mics. We could yeah. be virtual assistants. We should have a show like where we just would pick a bunch of questions and put them in a jar, <laughs> shake it up, and each one of us picks like who would be the virtual assistant, and that person asks the question, answers it. How oh, they would that could answer be fun. It. That would be fun. Sure, yeah. we can create a competing app and just offer like, hey, we're your Q buddies or something like that. Oh, Q buddies. Q buddies, yeah. Yeah, we talked to you all in the queue. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you're not going to run into a bot. We're not going to be texting, but you can talk to us. How much oh, time you got to kill? 25 minutes? All right, cool. We'll talk to you. Dude, that's a great <laughs> Dude, that's a great idea. I know. <laughs> you're like, what are you into? Fantasy football? Well, oh, let's talk. Like, you know, <laughs> you got time. Well, I'm at work right now, but look, for what you're paying, all the time you need. But first, say, who should I start? Who should I start? Crap, I'm oh. ah. That's uh, all right. I got to pick the start. I'm going to help you. Still in line? No problem. <laughs> hey, man, can I put you on hold? I'm about to board this ride real quick. I want to talk to you about this. <laughs> you paying $13.95 a minute, right? I'll wait. <laughs> all right, cool. That sounds good. All right. Like those party lines, man. We yeah. Do that. Like we patch a whole bunch of listeners together. Like, man, just people stuck in line. That's a great idea. Talk to one another. Great, yeah. That's a great idea. It's yeah. Saturday night. Are you lonely? Are you in the Magic Kingdom? Mm. Give us a call at 1-800-MOW. Oh, T-A-L-X. <laughs> the range change at night. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I like it. So is, that's it with the free stuff. That's all we get. Yeah, man. So that's what you get. Again, just use it to your advantage. And, you know, again, you don't if you don't want to get that, that's the main thing that people said. They want to be able to go with the flow. So if you don't want to you know, have to 
plan out every single detail every day. Just go with the suggestions and let it kind of suggest things for you. Good deal. Well, Good uh, deal. I can't imagine a whole lot of regulars would use this service, though. I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, this is really for people who are tech savvy and are just showing up, right? I mean, it, getting beyond all the jokes and nonsense and whatnot. Do you really think, like, would you use this outside of just checking wait times? I might. I might like to play around with the itinerary a little bit. I've done some touring plans. You remember when we did the, um, when we all went together and you guys, I did the four parks in one day and we met up that night at Epcot. Sure. I did a little touring. I don't, re- I don't remember. You, you were gone most of the trip. <laughs> I remember you leaving. <laughs> <laughs> But I use a little touring plan to try to map out the day and see, like, okay, if I want to, you know, what's the best route to do here? So I, I might use this. I'm not saying that I would use it extensively to plan out my whole week. But if I'm in the middle of the park, and I'm like, you know what? What what do you suggest, Disney Genie? Where should I go next? All right, cool. Let's go to Hall of Presidents. You know, to see what, see what it has to offer and see if it helps me to kind of get done the things I want to do that day. Yeah, I mean, possibly. Uh, I could, yeah, definitely I could see that being a, a factor. But to me, if I've been to Disney multiple times, it's like, well, Mad Tea Party really hadn't changed. You're right. <laughs> you know, uh, Winnie the Pooh really hasn't changed. I mean, there's so many things that really just... You know what you want to do, where right. you want to go already. But yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a good decision maker if there's a big group that you're in. I, I mean, can, you know, it's like, that. hey, I'm the Disney genie. Tell me your wishes. What do you want to ride? Everything. <laughs> I want to see it all. I paid to come here. Uh, yes, I mean anything and everything that is entertaining. Here, tell me what sucks. <laughs> How about that? You tell me what sucks, and I won't book that. I like the fact that it's like what well, be like. Here's these are the, the the lines that I already have, but no crap. There's there's dizzy. There's always a line. You know, like I get that. I mean, so it's like it's nice for what you get for free, but it's kind of like what you already know, minus the virtual assistant because we don't know, right? But, yeah, I mean, the only thing I would use, and I, and I harken back to the Disney video that they actually put out and how they said that a lot of the existing stuff that's already in MDE will be rolled into this piece of the puzzle, right? So the things that I would already use is probably, you know, I like to make reservations, last minute stuff, just to see what's available, what's out there, what I can eat. I probably make a reservation through the app like I did with MDE. Um, maybe mobile order. I don't really mobile order much, so I might do that through there. But that that existed before, right? You know, and if maybe if anything, if I didn't feel like looking, uh, maybe I'd actually use, see what the wait times are for certain things. But you know, sometimes I wouldn't trust those because I know they game that system. That is absolutely one hundred percent true. Yeah, I might just glance just that. But yeah, I guess the most of the thing was just making reservations and maybe mobile order, and that's about it. Yeah, I would, again, to me, it's mostly checking park times. Like, to me, my restaurant reservations are already going to be done before I get in there. The only thing I'd be booking is counter service stuff. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. And, 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 you know, if I wanted to mobile order there, that would be about it. But for the most part, I'm, I'm thinking to myself that regulars will not need this. This is for people who are first-timers and are tech-savvy and, and, and feel like kind of giving this a Well, I would think, though, that Disney had them in mind more than us anyway for this particular thing. You know, they want that... They didn't want to not have as many complaints about, you know, the wait times and things like that. And if this can help people to maximize their time, then that's what it's for. Yeah. I mean, I don't use touring plans right now. So it's like, you know, but I don't think touring plans is going anywhere. Uh, I think, be, uh, you know, even though this seems like a, a competition to them, you know, it's it's uh, I think they'll figure out a way to make it work and they'll still survive because it's an outside option. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, uh, you know, using their thing is like asking a deer how to hunt it. <laughs> hey, Mr. Deer, how do I hunt you? I do have one thought on this, that touring plans are set up to satisfy their customer. Okay. Disney has set it up 
to help themselves. Whereas a touring plan is like, hey, here's the best way that you can make use of the park and blah, 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 blah. Whereas Disney Genie is saying that, but we, I think it doesn't take a genius to figure out that Disney is using, trying to use this to their advantage also to move crowds here and move crowds there. I mean, they're not going to just tell, they're not going to just pop everybody in the whole Magic Kingdom and say, hey, go over to Big Thunder. That wouldn't help them out at all. What they might want to do, though, is they might see that you're down here in Adventureland and say, hey, there's a lot of people in Adventureland. Why don't we try to get some of them to move over here to Frontierland? I could see what you're saying to an extent, but I would not see them doing it for nefarious purposes as, as you turn out. Conspiracy. Yeah, because, mm. I mean, the minute that Disney Genie turns out to be untrustworthy and unreliable, they've got a backlog of customers <laughs> waiting to complain at guest services. Like, y'all sent me over here, and I lost a whole day waiting in line for this thing you told me to get in line for. Did you talk to the virtual assistant, you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't think they're starting off with the, with the concept to, that it's to screw the guest. I don't think that either, but I think they also want to try to make it work for Disney, number one. Again, I don't think they're going to manipulate guests and, and have them do things that are against their best interests just for the sake of being, ah, should have grabbed the free pass that we offered you. I think there has to be some kind of credibility in the system that they have built in that is free. Yeah, they have to keep that balance. Right? Yeah. yeah they- That's not to discount what you're saying. It's not to say that, yeah, Disney is not going to look out for their own self-interest. I believe they are, but I don't believe that that's priority number one because we'll sniff that out in a minute and they'll be called out for it and that they don't need that. Well, they, they're the basic foundation for an, an app or a program, right, is just for functionality purpose. And that's what this thing has to be. You know, I mean, like you say, I know you're going to get into the other tiers and whatnot, but, you know, that's like saying you have Microsoft and you have Word and Excel. And yeah, they do basic stuff, but at the same time, they're still critical to whatever that person's job is. You got to send an email. You got to, you know what I mean? You got to send a letter. So, yeah, I don't see how having the structure that they have here, how you say, disintegrates the person's like vacation experience, especially if somebody like me, if I come in and I have not listened to the Magic Guy podcast and I don't know what features Disney has new to offer, well, now, boom, that's totally being introduced to me as a person that's coming in from the ones that just saved all my money to have my good vacation with my happy family and not a person that already lives in Florida or California. Mm-hmm. All right, so now let's move on to the paid options uh, that we have for Disney Genie. This is the part that hurts. Yeah, this is the part that's going to put a little dent in your pocket. Yeah, I'd rather have the Bobcat in the back of my truck. I was going to say, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. Well, let's start with the first one, Lee. How about let's talk about Disney Genie Plus? What, What do you get with that? Disney Genie Plus, this is basically your Fast Pass system. That's what the Fast Pass originally was before there was Fast Pass Plus. Uh, with the original Fast Pass system, before they added Magic Bands and all that, you had a paper ticket. You'd walk over to Big Thunder Mountain. You'd be like, hey, I don't feel like waiting in this line. Let me pull a ticket. Okay, I'll come back at 2 o'clock. And so that is kind of the same thing that you're going to do here. Instead of walking over to the ride, though, you're going to be able to do it on your phone. So you, you roll up in the park. And you're like, hey, what's uh, what's the wait time look like for so-and-so? Let's grab a Fast Pass. And that's, they're not going to be called Fast Passes, but that's basically what you're going to do. And that's what the lightning line the lightning lane does it's the fast pass lane for all intents and purposes 
And the cool thing is, is that you don't have to make these 60 days in advance. You don't got to figure out two months before you get there, what time you're going to get on Space Mountain. And then at three o'clock, you get to get on Big Thunder Mountain. And then we got to make sure to leave time for dinner. And then six o'clock, we're going on, you know, Pirates or whatever, man. It's just, you walk in, you start touring the park and you're like, hey, look, we can get a pass for uh, Space Mountain an hour from now. Let's grab that. And you do it. You don't have to go wait in that line. It works basically like the old system as well, where you get one pass, then after you use that, you get another one. And after you use that, you get another one. And after you use that, you get another one. And so all that is more like the original FastPass system. And then being able to do it in your phone makes it kind of similar to the MaxPass that you have in Disneyland. So all of that is what you get for the paid option. And that paid option is 15 bucks a day per person or $20 per day per person at Disneyland. There's a few more little added benefits. You um, get these uh, these augmented reality lenses if you're in Walt Disney World. This is like a kind of Snapchat filter if you've seen that. You can you know take a selfie with Minnie Mouse and all this kind of cool stuff. In Disneyland, you get the Disney Photo Pass, which was included in Max Pass before, so you get that now as well. And also different audio experiences where you can walk through the parks and it might tell you a little trivia about this attraction or some backstory about it and things like that. So yeah, so that's what you're paying for. You're now paying for the fast pass. Interesting. The, the ARI lenses didn't they have something in Snapchat with that? Or yes, they, they did. Yeah, photos, really. Yeah. My daughter and I were, were doing that nonstop at one point, but yeah. Is no. it still in there, or they took it out? I did not see it last time we looked. So I'm, oh. I'm guessing that they took it out. They yanked it out. And now this, it, right? it will be something to be included with that. Yeah. Disney Genie Plus. Interesting. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Well, I mean, and what's great about this is that you no longer are competing 60 days ahead of time to try to get some fast passes for the most popular attractions. Everyone is on the same level playing field when you get into the park. Well, and, you know, I don't know about that. I mean, the most popular attractions, I think we're going to be getting that in the next level, right? Yes. Now, those are the um, individual. Super duper premium. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm, like. Yeah. Probably like ninety five percent of the attractions are included with this fat with this system. The That's Genie exactly Plus. it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the pay the next level we'll talk about the individual selected attractions. There should be two in each park. So everything else, if it had a fast pass before, it'll be on the Genie Plus. And again, you you walk in the gates at you know ten o'clock, or the, the gates open at ten o'clock, and everyone starts from there. You don't have to worry about the guy that booked his vacation four days ahead of you grabbing up all the. Uh, you know, whatever the fast jungle cruise fast passes or whatever. Yeah. So when, so. when can I make my first, uh, whatever you call it, uh, pass for the lightning lane? You can make it when the park opens. Now with Max Pass, and this is kind of, I keep referring to Max Pass because this is kind of, there's a lot of that Max Pass DNA in this. We had to get inside the park. Whereas if my understanding is correct, it's once the park opens. So even if you're not physically in the park, you can still grab that pass at nine o'clock. 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever time the park opens, you can grab that first pass. So you don't have to be physically on the property. No. Okay. And so that's a good advantage for locals, you know, AP holders, things like that. If they want to pay for this, then they are on the same field as the uh, the people staying on site. So Lee, do you have to be in the parks at Disneyland in order to do it like the old Max Pass or can you do it remotely? Everything that we're reading right now says park opening. Hmm. So that's whatever time the park opens, right? Okay. So I don't think Disney has been very specific that you have to be inside the park. And again, what I read is park opening, whatever time the park opens. So that to me says you don't have to be in the park, but I think we will get some more clarification on that as this thing rolls out. Okay. All right. So we got the next 
paid option. We got two paid options. We got Disney Genie Plus, and now we're about to talk about oh god, Ind- individually <laughs> selected attractions by your mom and them, and then you're gonna pick these, and they're premium, and they're not on Disney uh, Genie Plus, but you're, you're individually selecting these things. Is that long enough title? Mm-hmm. That's good. That works. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't come up with any other title. They didn't have any uh, user experience design team to help them. Because I tell you what, the users are going to just name this thing. They're going to call it Lightning Lane. And now everybody's going to be like confused and like, what the hell is this? Well, I think this is why a lot of people think that unless you buy Lightning Lane, you can't get into the park. Exactly. (laughs) And ride a ride. I mean, it's like, wait, I'm paying for admission, but then I have to pay to ride a ride? Exactly. So we're going to use the terminology that's on their freaking graphic. And we're going to say individually selected attractions which is another paid option for Disney Genie. Isn't that right, Lee? That is correct. ISA, let's call it that. ESA. ESA. It's a new system you're going to learn. ESA broke that you got to pay twice. <laughs> so this is going to be <laughs> something where two attractions in each park will be under this category, the individual uh, selected attractions. Rise of the Resistance is the one that just keeps coming up because it's the hardest thing to get right now. You can't even wait in line for it if you wanted to. And so we know that's going to be like the number one thing that people are going to pay for is is Rise of the Resistance. So that's a good example of this system, whereas the current system right now is virtual queue only. The only way right now to get on Rise of the Resistance is to get up in the morning, jump in the virtual queue, and hope you get selected. Hope you get there at the right time, and the other million people that want to go that day don't outnumber you. Well, Lee, not to interrupt, but I actually I do mean to interrupt. Uh, just to clarify, do I not get these freaking attractions with Disney Genie Plus? What are you talking about? What, what the heck is going on here? I, does not compute. Does not compute. So these are select attractions, and let's just call it what it is. They're going to be the most popular things in those parks, those two attractions in each park. The stuff that normally has two-hour rides or, again, doesn't even have a two-hour waits, excuse me, or something that doesn't even have possible standby lines like Rise of the Resistance. So this is an extra component to the to the genie plus system whereas with genie plus you have your you know selections you can make throughout the day grab this one when you're done with that one grab the next one so on and so forth these are straight up if you want to ride it you got to pay for it or if it has a line you got to wait in the line so there's no there's no pass there's no quote-unquote fast pass to these particular attractions so so long so long story short these are not in genie plus yes that is correct so let's take Rise of the Resistance, because that's the most obvious one. The current system right now, you're in the lottery system. You wake up in the morning, you get in this, you get in or you don't get in. If you don't get in, that's it. No, no recourse. You just simply are not riding that ride this vacation. With the new system, it's still gonna have that virtual queue, but if you don't get in the virtual queue, then you can opt to pay for the individual selected attraction. Now that's in the same category as Space Mountain and Magic Kingdom. Now, Space Mountain currently has a standby line, right? So you will be able to go in that standby line if you want, or you can choose the individual selected attractions and pay for it. So whatever system is in place right now, you either have that system or you pay for it. There will be no quote-unquote fast pass for those attractions. So why are you paying for it? That's a good question. <laughs> Skip the line. Yeah. It's, yeah. But you said the line. No, you're not in the line. If you're, if, well, you're in the quick line. You're in the line that'll take you all of about 10 minutes to get through it. Depending on how many people. I got that. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it, it, to kind of clarify a little bit, it's like each of these attractions, these individually selected attractions, has a lightning lane. 
but you can't uh, their passes for the their lightning lanes are not included in genie plus so you have to pay a la carte for these particular lightning lane these are the these are the premium Yes, these are premium, yeah. darling. Okay. I, I mean, if I had a term, I'd call them these are premium tracks. These are the diamond tracks. These are not included. Yes, them. diamond. Yes. Tungsten. Right. Titanium. They, you go to the club. Vibranium. These, yes. Will make you vibrate, honey. Ooh. Adamantium because they're hard to get. That's what oh. I mean. If you play Pokemon, these are ultra rare. Okay. <laughs> yes. I that's, like that. That's perfect. I like that. I like that. that. that's, that's a, Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ultra rare. You can use it. They're, they have lightning lanes, but you can't do it on Genie Plus. You have to do these separately. These See? are legendary attractions. Legendary. Yes. Why not just have just like okay here's this fee i get why that you just explained really well but money, 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 but money. yeah but why not just be like here you go you pay 50 bucks the whole thing like you know babe the whole thing because that's essentially like what it is right because people are losing their mind about the 15 yeah because the 15 is almost that's that's like getting a, like a basic dancer where like you know you want to plan them dancing you think you're paying for that and get that but that's not the case you got to pay twice to get the diamond. Are you asking like a no, no, flat no. fee for both premium attractions? We'll call it premium attractions. Okay, yeah, think of $15 as your cover charge. Oh, there right. you go. There you go. Okay, you know, that's your right. cover charge. Right. And then the, you want to go to the champagne room. If you want to go to the champagne yes. room, you pay an extra. Right. Of, of which there's no sex in the champagne room. But if you were, yes, I I agree. But why like not fun. just combine the price and just be like, hey, look, you get the champagne room. Well, like, when next time you go to Visions, you ask them. <laughs> Well, that's true, <laughs> but your ex neighbor may not be working there anymore. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, thank God she don't live next to me no more. No, oh my goodness. Oh man, oh, that's a story for a Patreon. Yes. Hey, yes. get the Golden Oak on Patreon. Call me. I'll tell you that story. <laughs> you won't believe it. And okay. it's true. Yes, it's damn true. <laughs> it's damn true. <laughs> um. Anyway, okay. So. A la carte. Yes. Yes. A la carte. Okay. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yes. You're. Uh, you have. Two selections per theme park. The knowledge is right now that we know we know for a fact Space Mountain and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Magic Kingdom. Epcot, it's going to be Ratatouille, and it's going to be Test Track. 2.0. That's rumored. Absolutely rumored. If you slow down the video, you will not see it. The other one, we did see it. Hollywood Studios, not rumored. It's definitely Rise of Resistance. Of course. The second attraction is in dispute, but the rumor is that it'll be Slinky Dog Dash, which is surprising to me because I thought it would be Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because that's newer. I thought it was going to be the Alien Space Saucers spins. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you, you it's spinning, Kevin. It's spinning. It's oh. spinning. Yay. UFOs yeah. up in this song. Oh, my God, I'm having so much fun. So, Kevin, you, you're, belly, you're basically willing to pay extra for ass, the ASS, the Alien Swirling Saucers. That's Kevin's motto. <laughs> it is. Always pay extra for ass. That's Kevin's motto. That's yeah, our newest too. t-shirt up on the uh, <laughs> uh, Spreadshirt site. Yeah. Yes. You can look for that. Or mm-hmm. Patreon. Maybe make that a Patreon exclusive. That's mm-hmm. it. That should yeah, be yeah. an option on Patreon too. Yeah, design when, your own shirt. When you yes. ride that ride. And yeah. uh, <laughs> lastly, Animal Kingdom. Again, all rumored. It's supposedly Flight of Passage, which absolutely makes sense. And then Kilimanjaro Safaris, which... Not quite yeah. so much, but that's the rumor. But not Navi River Journey, which is not Navi River Journey, or not Expedition Everest, Everest right. or Dinosaur. Really? Not the dinosaur needs it. Yeah, okay, you but know. you know, just still classic. I'd rather wa- I'd rather ride Dinosaur than any of those other ones. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Now, uh, what about Disneyland? 
we know Disneyland should be Radiator Springs Racers. Radiator Springs Racers, Rise of Resistance, and Radiator Springs Racers in California, California Adventure. More than likely Web Slingers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, course, yeah. And then you, you hop over to Magic Kingdom and it's going to be easily Rise of Resistance. And the second one, fill in the, it could be Space Mountain. It could be, well, probably not Millennium Falcon because. Storybook uh, Train? There you go. Oh, there Casey you go. Jr. Casey Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Storybook Canal. Storybook Canal. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a very slow loading attraction. If you remember that, maybe it is worth the pay extra to get on that thing. <laughs> Wait in the sun and get on a boat. But anyway, I digress. One thing I did find out that two attractions per day. So you can pay for two of the individual uh, selected attractions per day. You can't continuously just pay to get on rise, pay to get on rise, pay to get on rise. You have to pick two for that day. Two different ones. Two different ones. Oh, okay. Also, if you park hop, then you can pick one from each park. So if you, you know, you start out with rise and then you hop over to, you know, animal kingdom, you can pick one of those. Okay. And so I'm assuming like, just like genie plus, uh, I have to do this at park opening as well. Interesting question. You can actually, if you are on site guests, you can book these paid attractions, your individual, your I, I, or ISAs, you can book them at seven o'clock in the morning. Really? Yes. If I'm on site, you say. If you're on site. If you're staying oh. off site, you have to wait till park opening. But if you are staying on site, that is one advantage you have as you can part you can pay for these individual attractions at seven AM. So you wake up at seven AM, try to get your rise of the resistance boarding group. You crap out. Sorry, all filled. Okay, now I'm gonna pay for it. So you can write then seven oh one, go pay for it. Love so it. if you get in the lottery, good, you're good. You don't have to pay for it. So can my wife try to get the boarding group for Rise while I try to get the uh, the individual selected attraction for Rise at the same time at 7? I don't know that we know that for sure, but I don't see why not. I mean, if you got four people in your room, all four can try to get in the boarding groups right now. You can't get in the boarding groups until you're in the park, though, right? That has changed. That, that has changed. changed. Oh, good. During yeah, okay. the last few months, uh, maybe even six months ago, you can get into a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance at 7 o'clock a.m. Whether or not you're in the park, you can do it from your room. You could do it. Ask, uh, I forget who mentioned it, but they did it from the plane. They were in the airport. They said, and they got like uh, their group, and they flew, and they checked into the hotel, and 1 o'clock, they got in the ride. That's amazing. You know what it is? It's probably COVID protocols. Because I remember when you telling the story, it all, all bunched up. Yeah. You probably yeah. wanted to avoid that and just said, screw this. You don't have to be in the park. So, which I get. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Okay. So, why are people complaining then? Because they want to complain. <laughs> so, if you don't get. Okay. Rise of Resistance, obviously, you got two shots at it. One, give it to me for free, baby. Let's go. Okay. You come back at six o'clock at night. Uh, six o'clock at night. I don't want to do that. I'll take it. I, I would take it. I would. I'm right there with you. I'd take it. And then, okay. You can't get it. Okay. Boom. Bring pay me in. It. Yeah. I'll pay for it. And on the app. Yeah. I mean, that's, to me, that's great. Yeah. Cause. I, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Uh, getting up at seven in the morning, stand, I mean, seven in the morning. Ooh. Let me rephrase that. I got up at five in the morning. Ooh. And then I stood in the masses for about two hours. Trooper, and then, sir. Yes. Ooh. We did those for the podcast. And I still could have crapped out and not gotten the, the, the pass to get in Rise of Resistance. So are we, have we said it all? That is kind of the breakdown, right? Yeah, that's the main. That's the, the bottom line, whatever you want to call it. That's the big overview. So we talked about Disney Genie, Disney Genie Plus, and individually selected attractions. Wham, wham, wham. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you, man. Triple Mountain Whammy. Triple right. Mountain Whammy. <laughs> Wait, I got one more question. One more question. Okay, he's got one more question. On. All right. So Danny has una pregunta. Una pregunta, por favor. Yes. So, okay. So if you're staying on site, you can book Rise of Resistance at 7 a.m., 
as a paid add-on, correct? Absolutely, 100%. If I'm staying off-site and I want to go ahead and book Rise of the Resistance, can I at 7 a.m.? Nope, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever time the park opens, that's when you can do it if you're staying off-site. As a virtual group? As a virtual Okay, let me say this. I don't know. Right now, pre-Genie Plus, 7 o'clock a.m., if you have a park reservation for Hollywood Studios, yes, you can. So will that change with Genie Plus? It sounds like it has to because they're saying this is a, an advantage of staying on site. I would agree. I would have that's to what agree. D- that's what Disney says. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's saying that you can't book it till 10 a.m. Or, or park opening, but it does not mention the virtual queue. So that's a good question. We might need to find that out. But if, if Disney's saying, hey, here's your advantage, then to me that says no. I would agree. I would think that it makes zero sense that people who staying off site get to book at 7 a.m. for the virtual queue as the people who are staying on site that may not want to pay for the add on experience. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it makes no sense to me that you would allow that at all. So uh, that's why I wanted to ask that question. Very good so, question. No, yeah. I, I, well, thank you. I liked it. Cool. So, guys, now we've heard all the ins and outs of these and the little gritty, nitty gritty details. What are your thoughts on this new impending system? that we will be doing on future podcast trips. Regardless of which coast. Let me add that. Regardless <laughs> of coast, it doesn't matter. We can't escape it. It is Disney Genie. It's imminent. Three wishes. Huh? So, okay, I, let me say this. <laughs> I totally understand the idea of, ha- of people having fond memories of Fast Pass in and around circa around, what, 2008? Up until that point, I totally get the idea. I don't understand the vitriol and the anger for the loss of Fast Pass Plus. Because to me, from the maybe not from the get-go, because it took a while for people to learn the system, but once people learned the system, Fast Pass Plus became a nightmare. It was a headache. It was a broken system. It stopped being a perk years ago and became a a a burden. It was a it was a booking nightmare. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm this far out. Well, I want to stay at. Th- I got to stay on site because if I don't stay on site, I'm. I, I only got thirty days to book as opposed to sixty. I need that additional thirty days to make sure I got a jump start to get some of the better rides. So it was more of an incentive to stay on site to go ahead and book on site. So I did that, and then even then, I could lose out to somebody who had booked a longer vacation because they're booking period started quicker than mine. So anybody and everybody that if I booked a four-day vacation and there were enough people who booked a seven-day vacation or more, all those days were open for them to book as many fast passes as they want and they were gobbling up minimum three at a time. If you stay at the concierge level, even more. Even more at the concierge. Is that not right? Yeah. So I think you were dealing with a broken system here for a long time. I don't get the nostalgia and love and and heartbreak that people are feeling. We've talked about this multiple times in the show. The biggest reason my Disney vacation dollars are spent in Anaheim, California, which is upwards of three hours away by flight. And usually you have to take a connecting flight to get there as opposed to taking a hour and 20 minute flight up to Florida nonstop. (laughs) is because of Fast Pass Plus. It ruined the Disney system. We were going to Disneyland to do Max Pass, have the flexibility, not have all this crap planned out in advance. I don't see how people have this nostalgia for a system that was 
broken. That was unfair. It was basically a lottery system. You logged in, place your bets. Good luck to you. Hope you get that. I don't know. Mickey and money runaway railway fast pass. Hope you get it. <laughs> Hope you get that flight of passage. Good luck to you, sir. Slinky dog and boo. And even if you got it, and you're like, hey, I won. I got the lottery. And, and if something happened that day, you damn sure couldn't reschedule. You were just screwed. If your kid got sick or your kid, you had to go back to the room for something, that's it. It's just done. It's over. Yeah. And you know, more to your point, I think even in that Disney video, they even admitted that because they said something to the effect of like, you know, one thing we've heard from, uh, it was like Casey Kasem, right? One thing we've heard from- uh, I said the same thing. Yeah. From our guests, it's like they like the, the, the ability to do things on the same day they visit the parks. Something to that effect. You know what I mean? They didn't want to do yes. that ahead of time. So they freely admitted that. Imagine that wanting to go on vacation and not have to have everything heavily scheduled and regimented and meticulously planned out months in advance. Imagine just going there and waking up when you wake up and doing what you want when you feel like doing it. Who knew? I'm, I'm just saying the whole yeah. the 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 whole thing that kept that Disney Fast Pass Plus system going was get your three Fast Passes now. Get rid of them as soon as you walk into the park so you get to book more and more and more and more fast passes. That was it. It was a competition-style system. People were on their phones constantly refreshing the app, refreshing the app, refreshing the app. Oh, man, I got to find something. All I have is the dregs that are left over <laughs> from what everyone has already Dip picked out of. Like, I finally got rid of all three fast passes. Now I need to find something good. And you're just on your phone. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Try. Okay, you book three and I'll book four. And like, we, we can't do them together, so we'll split them up. Like, any way and every way that you could think of to get your party on the attraction. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. I mean, you and I were there when FastPass Plus was first implemented in, in, in 2008. I mean, there was no line for living with the land or figmen or anything. We watched it. Like, when the FastPass line was longer than the standby line, where you'd go over there and you'd have to ask, can you just scan this and we can just walk in the standby? Like, no, you got to go down this little aisle and you got to go up, up and back and forth three switchbacks where there was nobody there. But what they what they knew, what they were smart enough to know that we didn't know until as time went on is that as you kept forcing people to go into these standby queues for these attractions no one cared about or no one really wanted to ride all that much, when you force them to go into them so that way they can, quote unquote, free the three. As, yes, as you free put the it, three, yeah. Free the original three so that you can start booking fast passes on the fly. You started artificially inflating the standby lines. And now the standby lines are much longer for attractions that, there was never standby lines for before. So it was a completely crap system. And credit to Bob Iger, he, he deserves that blame. Uh, when when My Magic Plus started, and FastPass worked great. When Bob Iger took over and My Magic Plus started and FastPass Plus started, it just started going to hell. And it became a, it, it became a booking nightmare. It was almost like, yeah, what did you get? Did you get the, oh, man, I crapped out. No, I didn't get it. I got this. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad it's dead. I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's, it, you know, is what replaced it now. And this is before we're getting to what replaced it. I just needed to get all that out just because we've said it a million times. on the. In fact, we've had listeners write in and tell us 
quit talking about Disneyland. You're going to send everybody over here, damn it. Yeah, We don't right. want yeah. people coming. Stay <laughs> over there. Yeah, stay with that program. We talked, I was like, guys, you're just, you're, you're, Better Disney vacation is is waiting for you in Anaheim. People are like shut up, Ixnay on the X Pass May, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. no, I, I I totally agree, man. It's like anything that helps me uh, and my family have an equal footing with everybody else because we don't rope drop. No, you know we don't get up early and hit the parks. We have all intentions to do, and maybe one day out of our week vacation we might actually make it. But just, I mean, we like to sleep in, relax, have a breakfast, and go to the parks, play around. We'll stay out late, you know, and but we want to have a chance to have, get some of those high level attractions too. Whereas before with Fast Pass Plus, man, it was tough. It, it, good luck if you're in, but and if you wanted it, then you would have to have left then. And it's like, man, with baby's not even dressed. We're like, we got <laughs> to even dressed. We got to freaking uh, do it quickly, you know, and get out the door. It's like I just don't like planning like that, you know. Yeah, you can't take your baby out there with just a diaper on. That's just wrong. I know. I'll give you an example, uh, and Lee can attest to this. We were set to go, not last Thanksgiving, but the Thanksgiving before that, we were set to go to Colorado. Colorado got snowed in. Couldn't even fly into the airport. We're like, well, we got this vacation time off. We got this time approved. We knew we had Disney points on a Disney visa, so we're like, call up Lee. Lee, we want to go to Disney World tomorrow. Book it. <laughs> you remember that, Lee? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee remembers this. Yes. Uh, so we go ahead and do there was nothing left. When we got there, we had a very, we saw tiki birds. We saw country bears. We saw what we could get into, but the kids never got to see. And we went with our neighbors who had never been, or they were there, but a long time ago before the kids were born, they never got to see the next level because it just wasn't available. And that's what I, again, the idea that you can book a Disney trip, a Forget, I mean, you know. Heck, the idea you could book a last-minute vacation and have a chance of getting something. Thank you. To, to your point, it's just, to me, it's awesome because my parents and I, we used to do that all the time. Exactly. You know, we come back from a vacation, we'd hop off the plane, and it's like, hey, we got three days, let's head down to Disney. Yes. You know? They made it to where you couldn't do that. You had to know you were going to Disney at least minimum three months in advance. Yeah. So. Who's got a, who else has an opinion on this? Whew, uh I, I was gonna say yeah, that system was crazy. I never I never got dug into it too much because like like you said, like I was just like I just wanna see this. If I can see this, I'm good. Uh the only thing I do miss, like you said, way back when prior, you know, uh two thousand eight was I liked the fact that like the random cast member would come up and like give you like, you know, a, a fast pass or something like that. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, a guest. And and I think like of course you can't do that with an app, but <laughs> You know, I mean, I like that that intricacy of it. I, I thought that was nice and personal because that added to the magic. Now, with that being said, uh, with functionality purpose, yes, I, I think this app is is pretty cool. At least it allows you, if you're a newbie, to kind of say, what's all this new stuff going on? How can I get lightly introduced to it? You'll probably need a younger person to interpret it for you. I know I Lightningly? will. Lightly <laughs> introduced to it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think I think those aspects of it are cool. I think what it's used for is, is neat. I get why they had to do the the two tiers. I, I I get that, but at the same time, I'm like, oh damn, but can't do nothing about that. Uh, the only other thing that really bothers me or concerns me, I shouldn't say bothers me, is the is the tech, because I've never really heard anything with Disney tech. Like that's super positive, right, right off without a hitch, yeah. you know, and, and and so like an app like this, I'm imagining a ton of traffic, 
I'm imagining a ton of updates, a whole bunch of things that can slow this thing down. And the biggest fear I would have is that if I want to go and see, like, let's say, um, Rise of Resistance and then have a nice, I don't know, prime rib somewhere with um, with a beer. And then in this case, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, you know, like, I go to the app and I'm trying to figure out the times and get the sink and it's, and it's got to refresh. And then refreshing because of the Wi-Fi that's out there and so many people hitting on it. I don't get the exact times that I need. That's the only thing that really concerns me when my life is dependent upon tech. Depending on those packets getting to that's where they it. need to go. And that's yeah. just because of the job. packets hitting my face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's God. it. That's it. It's too much. Oh, it's too much. It's in your eyes, all over your face. Oh, it's packets, too much, packets right? Packets here, packets there. I packets mean, everywhere. All up in there. Then you got a phone. And so then, like, you've, you've got a phone. Let's say you got a phone. Your battery bad on your phone. Guess what? Your vacation over right there, my friend. <laughs> oh, look. A couple packets <laughs> get lost. You ain't got no prime rib, sir. You ain't sir. got a, no rib, son. Like, well, yeah, bad, for bad. Refresh, refresh. What the hell going on? I ain't got no rib up here. Go ahead and give me a cougar and cut it out the back of the car. A lot of little packets flying around. A lot of little uh, Wreck-It Ralphs <laughs> and little capsules running around. That's the only thing. But you do have the option to not use this. So, I mean, it's not like your Disney is like, you know, they're pushing it down your throat, but they're not lovingly pushing it down your throat. You know what I'm saying? Like where you eventually would not have a choice down the line. <laughs> lovingly yeah, pushing it down yeah. your throat. You're like that. Way to you don't know. Yeah, but it's like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. You don't know. Miss Lastavica, let me talk to you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to give any me. tips to our wives, you let us know. Okay, well, that's why I'm no, not married. Uh, <laughs> so, tickle that uvula. <laughs> but you still have a choice. You know, you have a choice. It's not being, it's, it's not dominating yet. It's not something where you have to do it or else you can't go on any rides. You know what I mean? You still have the choice to not use it. You can be submissive and just chill back with the free version. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, travel agent, sir, what say you? Here's a couple things I would consider. I think that you guys need to be realistic in the fact that there's still going to be certain fast passes. We're just going to call it fast pass. I know that's not what it's called now, but it's there's going to be certain passes that are still going to be popular. Um, you know, like, let's just say, for example, I don't care, uh, the Big Thunder Mountain. I don't know. I'm trying to think of one in particular, but a slinky dog comes to mind, but that's going to be on the paid system. So, um, but whatever, whatever the newest, hottest thing is going to be. And, and so there are still going to be a little com- competition to get those particular passes. Uh, if you remember when Toy Story Midway Mania first opened, you had to, this was on the old fast pass system, pre fast pass plus you had to get there to park opening. If you wanted to get a fast pass, you needed to head directly to there. You needed to, you didn't have to ride it then, but you need to grab your fast pass right then if you wanted to have one for that day. So there's still going to be a few things because the, these aren't just going to be unlimited. Get as many as you want. They're still going to only give out a certain amount of these passes per day. Okay. But I do think it'll, it should. And I, th- I believe this to be true. I think it'll get us back to that pre fast pass plus time frame where it's not every single thing that you got to get or you're not getting it at all. You're not going to have to seven doors. Mind train is a perfect example. Like you had to put your vacation, your a magic kingdom day towards the end of the week because of everyone that had booked seven days earlier than you had already grabbed up all the, the seven doors, mind train passes from earlier in the week. And then when, you know, the next day when slinky dog opened up, now you're in the same situation. So you had to push uh, Hollywood studios to the last day and magic kingdom to the second to the last day. And so when people were, getting them that much ahead of you 60 days ahead of you and they were booked a week ahead of you then you couldn't get them at all and so that's not going to happen now at least you've got equal footing at 10 a.m or 9 a.m or wherever the park opens so everyone's on the same page i like the fact that 
this is going to be more like Max Pass, which everyone who's ever used Max Pass that I've talked to loved it. Okay. I think that is going to be a big plus for Disney. I think that everyone that, not everyone, but I think a lot of people that are upset about this now, once they experience it, their minds will be at ease. I understand that all of that being said, everyone would love this when it was free, (laughs) but it's not free anymore. And that's where I think that most people are upset about this is the fact that the old FastPass system, pre-FastPass Plus, it was free. FastPass Plus, with whatever problems it has, it was free. Um, but Disney's the last person on earth that still has this stuff for free. And yeah. I mean, also let's be realistic. It's free, but it's not really free. Is it really? It's included. So it's included in whatever price you pay. So you can think of it as free, but you're still paying for it. But either way, for all intents and purposes, it's free. But, and maybe we'll do a separate discussion on this or not, but I think for the value for what you're paying and you compare it to other parks, fast pass systems, although they're not going to be the same, there are differences. It's not apples to apples. The amount you're paying right now, 15 bucks a day, other parks are hundreds, hundreds per day per person. Now their systems are a lot more inclusive and they're a lot, you know, you get a lot more with it, but also for three or four times the price. So if you're going to have to pay for something, this is not that much to pay compared to other systems. I think that hopefully, again, we'll see a return to the wait times that we used to see with the old paper system, and that will think everyone will be much happier. I like the fact that people need to remember you don't have to pay for this. You in no way have to have the front-of-the-line pass at all, period, point blank. You can just use the Genie, help it, let it help you map out your day and find some rides that have lower rate times. So if you don't want to pay for this, you don't have to. You might not get on Rise of the Resistance, but you still don't even have to do that. You don't have to have your $15 a day to get on Rise of the Resistance. You can just pay for that one ride and you're done. Um, so I think there's a lot of positives to it. I think that like anything else, there's going to be things that we're not going to like about it once we actually start using it. But this is 10 times better, 100 times better than FastPass Plus. So I'm looking forward to hopefully testing it out in October. I would hope, hope, hope that by the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, they would have this in place for us to use. Yeah, to Lee's point, I tried to do exactly kind of what he just detailed and put together a column. Bad, good. Okay, and maybe y'all can assist me a little bit here and then coming up with some of the bads and some of the goods here. For the bad, I wrote money. <laughs> Gotta pay to wait less. However, as much as Disney is being raked over the coals for this, to Lee's point, I looked around and couldn't find any other theme park in the world that, well, not, I shouldn't say in the world. I, I'm sure there is some. I couldn't find any other major theme park <laughs> that didn't charge for Fast Pass. Universal has Express Pass. Guess love it oh yeah that's great and to lee's point is you know a couple hundred dollars how much was it lee a day if you if you got the basic express pass where you weren't able to do everything unlimited mm-hmm. i think the best price we found was 85 dollars a day there you go and if you did the unlimited where you can go on everything as much as you want it was 114 dollars a day and that's per person so 114 well let's just say the cheap one 84 dollars 15 dollars big difference disneyland had max pass once again everybody over there loved it and I can't remember how much was that, 15, 20? I think it was closer to 15. I think it started off as 10 and they bumped it up to 15. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but I believe that's what it did. It was 10 and it bumped it up to 15. So Disney has tipped its, uh, dipped its toe in the, that water before. Six Flags has what they call the Flash Pass, starting at $35 for standard, up to $85 for platinum. SeaWorld has Quick Queue, plus reserve seating. 
That's minimum 1999. Quick Q. Quick Q. <laughs> Bush Gardens also, because they're associated with them, does a quick Q for 1999. Dollywood. Oh, Dollywood. Dollywood has the time saver pass starting at $49 a pass. That's not what I oh. thought you were going to call the pass. I don't know. Triple D pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's probably one of the better names, I think. That yes. should be a flash pass. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> Flash pass. Yeah. Hershey what? Park. Hershey Park has the fast track starting at forty nine dollars, and that's a direct rip off of Fast, fast Pass. Yeah, I mean, no kidding, yeah. That's a, yeah. And the one sad thing is that Fast Pass was a good name. No, yeah, it was a, a great name. Say like chocolate shoot or something. Like that. <laughs> chocolate <laughs> shoot. I, I was at Schlitterbahn. Their pass. It doesn't even get you to the front of the line. It's just more like a like hey, like a come back later. The hour there's an hour wait. Come back in an hour. You can go to the front of the line. Okay, that is thirty-five dollars per person per day. If you wanted to, you you couldn't even get you could get the next level, which was they would cut that in half. So instead of an hour, you wait thirty minutes, and that was like ninety dollars a day. And so, like, that doesn't even get you to the front of the line, and it's ninety bucks. I mean, it gets you like come back later, but still, that's they're like ninety bucks a day for a water park. I think the the the, the kicker here is as far as it being dizzy, like number wise. Totally get you making sense. I think it's just more of a like a branding thing, right? Where people just or consumers just assume like when they think of Disney, they think of family and Disney has, you know, like the whole what you call it? Come on, pixie dusted magic, like yeah, Disney they, family loving. They they, they care about it, us. They care they about. They want you to have a good care time. about a budget. Yeah, not totally right. So I think that in that aspect, in that part of the box. I think that's where people would probably start tripping. Like, well, there's no magic. Well, no, there's still magic. It's just you're getting a peek behind the curtain. But if you haven't gotten it by now with eliminating Magic Express, charging for parking, all the different add-ons that they've done that, look, you know, we're going to, yes, we're Disney and we're family. But at the end of the day, we are a company. We are a business. And when it comes to this particular business model, we are way behind our competitors and so much to the point that we've been offering y'all a very crappy service for a very long time that there's a better way to do this. At least that's, that's, it seems to be what they're saying to me here. And don't get me wrong. I totally understand people being like, this is Disney. They're going to screw me. I totally understand that people being like, look, I, most people don't even recognize that they're still aligned. Most people just believe that, hey, now that they're doing this, we can't. There's So wait, let me get this straight. There's two prices, one to enter and two to ride rides. No, standby is still very much free. But most people don't see that. Why? Because they don't trust Disney. Because they're like, yeah, 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 standby, whatever. You're going to have us waiting in line for Small World for an hour and a half. Screw you. You're going to make us pay. That just goes to show how often people are used to getting screwed by Disney. And that's Disney's fault. 100% Disney's fault that, that people think that they need to pay for this. And they might be right. Well, there's, I mean, there's a theory that and I, I've read it a couple of different things. I mean, I'll get to the forums like y'all do, but like I, I read a couple of things where people feel that Disney is cutting out the the the, the layman, 
and he's only a person that you achieve a certain level of uh you know uh gross Stature. income oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, you can get the full experience like you're supposed to now i I, mean, I don't really know if that's really true, and I think it's more like a thing of of budgeting and 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 planning and doing good with your money. Like you can't go and gamble your house out there in Reno and then come back and say, "Hey, why is it so tough to book a Disney vacation?" Yeah, you know, to your point, Eli, I think the web slingers thing is probably worse than this. You know, as far as uh, gross income and economy is like what you can afford. If you can buy like all this other stuff, you have a better experience on this ride. And to what Eli said, like they're pricing out the layman. I think the laymen are too eager to play martyr on this one. Would you consider yourself a layman? Absolutely. When's the last time you ordered waiter? When's the last time you did DoorDash? A DoorDash? Uber Eats. Ooh, Lord. Well, you, you know, got me that. I did, yeah, I did that last weekend. Had to. This past Friday, I was going to order sushi, for, and then it was double the price to get it. And finally, I was like, screw this. This is too much money. And I went and got it instead. But... I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't. Everybody has a lazy tax or a convenience tax, whatever you want to call it. Eh, yeah. Your waiter, DoorDash, whatever order is always going to be somewhere around double the price of what it normally would be if you just got up and did it yourself. Everybody does this, and that includes laymen. Well, then if we, if let's expand that to grocery pickup. Grocery that's pickup. That's all over the place. So that's, that's a perfect example. Exactly. Uh, another great example is, uh, you know, Jungle Cruise came out. I could have oh, gone to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Premier Access, thirty dollars to watch a movie that I've probably only seen once. Really? I mean, it's it's people will pay, and this is most laymen. This is, we're not talking about the richest of the rich. People will pay a convenience tax for certain things that they just don't have to do. It just seems to be with Disney, they kind of feel like yeah wait wait a minute if we have to pay more you're already screwing us enough on this 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 and this and it's like anything it's like yeah this shouldn't have gone away and, and if you're right about these two or three things why am i going to trust you on this fourth but to lee's point that's the bad the bad i can see is money anybody see any other bads technology that's what i was going to say yeah i mean it, i just it's gonna there's gonna be challenges i think you're already dependent on the technology any single time you go ahead and and book the, your three fast passes the internet could have been crapping out that day disney internet you know they're notorious uh you were already dependent upon the website and the internet when you were in the park trying to book on the fly as you were going yeah it's it's just disney internet is just notorious for yes i think crap. that would work towards the old system and the new system yeah. anything I, else I, yeah oh, i have a, i have a bad and that would be and i kind of mentioned this at the top of the show is a, is a whole user experience user design aspect of it and how the guests will refer to this system you know and i'm talking about like you know lightning passes or the individually selected attractions oh, that confusion stuff like that. Yeah, just because of the way they decided to word things can be kind of confusing. It's not easily digestible to the regular, I guess, layman, for lack of a better word. And the reason why I say that is like I could probably explain Universal's Express Pass pretty easily. And this is how it works. This is what you get. Boom, you're done. Oh, what about uh, Hagrid's? Oh, that's not part of this. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and the you Universal know, kind of thing. thing. You, know, you say like you can get something and just go to the front of the line. Yes. Yeah, you just get into the line and you're, you're there. You're good to go. There, there was never, uh, to my knowledge, there was never a, such a thing as free fast pass at Universal Studios. No, not, not to my knowledge. I think they were I mean, the, they may, they've been doing it for a while and they've been the first ones to charge for it. Anything, if you walked in Universal Studios and you did not purchase it, you had to wait in the standby line. If you purchased it, then boom, you get into a special little queue and you're there and 
upwards of 10 minutes yeah i would say yeah it's pretty quick you know i uh, y'all know it. i don't know if the listeners do but i did take a trip at the beginning of august but if i had to describe it universal express pass okay yeah i could get a ride on pretty much every attraction on that list once a day mm-hmm. oh i want to ride it more than once okay uh universal um what's it multi or ultimate express pass unlimited Unlimited express pass yeah oh what does that mean oh i can just ride every attraction that's on exactly what it says unlimited i like that but what about velocicoaster (laughs) hack i mean it's not on that list i can't do it can i ask you this if disney did unlimited express passes how much more do you think people would be losing their minds well, probably some, but my point is more in terminology. You know, if they if they had maybe like we have referenced this as like if it, if they said the Genie Plus stuff is tier two attractions, and the a la carte stuff is tier three attractions, maybe that may be something simpler that people can grasp on and understand. Possibly, oh, it's better than individually selected attractions. I yeah, guarantee that. Well, I mean, when you say it like that, yes, but when if you actually look at the app, it says you can see it. It's very clearly labeled Lightning Pass included with Disney Genie Plus. Lightning Pass individual purchase. It's very clear when you pull up what's available. Oh, yeah. Click on this or click on this. So I get what you're saying, but if it looks like it's really hard to misinterpret it, if you're looking at the app, I mean, I think more people would have a wait, wait, which attractions are tier two? Which ones are tier which three? Which one I want? Which I. I don't know that there's an easy way for Disney to do this. I guess that's what I'm trying to I was going to say, though, to just kind of go with what Kevin was saying. I don't think it, I don't think like I know part of the bad that you had there was money, and I think you're about to ask me like about uh, certain setups of it. But when he says like unlimited, and that kind of gives me the impression that I know there's different tiers to the rise in our park, but boy, you get unlimited, boy, you got you know you just go out of town. Well, and- people knew that the richest of the rich could ride the ride 18 times before they ride it once. How do you think they feel? They've already limited them to two. <laughs> yeah, but but I think in this case, I know there's there's something there for the genie that says like you know if you want the you want the the top you know the top tier it's still like a limited availability and that kind of stuff. So even then, and I know Rise of the Resistance is the hottest thing going today, and I, I totally understand that. But it's like if I'm still chucking out the money, separate bad. This is the bad I'm trying to say. There's still strings attached with what I'm paying for that service and it's not completely guaranteed because of how popular the attraction is which i get but it's not a guarantee that i will be able to get on that ride at say i don't know two three four o'clock you know what i mean like no. it just depends on what's happening that day but which is maybe that's a- why you're paying fifty dollars less but if i'm paying for it i still should be able to have the chance to see it i mean once once you put something to parentheses or you put something in an asterisk it's like when you get the stuff in the mail and it's like you're pre-approved for fifty thousand dollars that don't mean you get fifty thousand dollars it just means that you gotta like you know read between the lines and then call them up and go through all the rigmarole so once something is in parentheses that's not guaranteeing that when i check the box for this limited what do you isa that i'm getting what I want when I go on, you know, when I go on that trip, that would be my only caveat or the check on the on the bad list. Fair enough, but do you don't you think for a guarantee to get whatever time you want, whenever you want, at your leisure, that it should cost more than fifteen dollars a day or whatever? I mean, for the individual purchases, you can't even make that argument because they're going to give you your time, and either you choose to buy it and spend that money, or you don't. It's either available or not, so you you have no. You, you throw it out of the window. That's no, no guarantee on that whatsoever. But if there, if it's available, you can pay for it. So you're not spending one a dime one way or the other. But if you're talking about the fifteen dollar 
fast pass. Yeah, I'm talking about then, the main one. Yeah, yeah, okay. The main one, the high tier. I understand what you're saying to an extent, but a, I don't think it's going to be all that hard to get it because it wasn't that hard to get it in the days of fast pass. You know, when when there was a fast pass plus and you were getting on there early to book those three fast. I think you're probably going to be able to book it on the fly. And if you can't, then that's a legit criticism. If you if you if for whatever reason you pay the fifteen dollars a day and you don't at least have one shot at everything. Now, if you stroll in at six o'clock in the evening, that's on you. No, I mean you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I I get that, but like Kevin was saying, if you go to Universal, he buys the unlimited package, and yes, if the unlimited package is very expensive, but they say, hey, look. As a company, what we're presenting to you is, boom, you just go first on the ride. You pay this like no one's stopping you. I'm, and, and, and again, and yes, I would ask you a question one more time. Yeah, it's going to be high. No. no, 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 no. Not about whether that be high. How much more do you think people would be losing their minds right now? If there was an eighty-five dollar unlimited fast pass to anything and everything, Disney I think does. if you told, if you told, if you said, "Hey, look, I'm Disney and I, I got this thing, and look, this is going to be high." But if you buy this, you're going to the front of the line or whatever. First of all, you just have another line. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't think they lose their minds as much as you have to take this service and you're going to have to relearn this service. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a very particular level that's being offered to the consumer. You know, for me, it's like it, it, with the ultimate, the unlimited Universal Express Pass. I could show up at a park at 6 p.m. and still get on a bunch of different attractions. Uh, yeah, of course, Disney fans are going to lose their mind of this. But if you told me, it doesn't matter when you wake up or when you decide to wake up, go swim in the pool. You show up at the park 4 o'clock. You get still that. have just as good a chance to get into any of the rides that are just as popular. Yeah, I think that would be worth the money for me. I'm totally. You I, I, I'd be right there with you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are being like, this is a cash grab and Disney is pricing out the lowest. I Don't you think? Don't you think there'd be a lot of back? Lash. They'd be backlash. They'd be, I think there'd be backlash if you go and you pay the money and then like you go, hey, I got my ultimate, what you call it, ultimate nullifier ticket. And they're like, wait, <laughs> you got to wait. Tim is like, what? What? I got to wait? I just paid all that for the ultimate nullifier ride and I got to wait? That is like not a word I want to hear. If, if people, uh, and maybe this is the point Danny's making, I hope, I think we're on the same page here. If you're saying, that people are mad because Disney's pricing out the average consumer when they tell you, okay, 150 bucks. Cause let's face it. It's going to be more than, than universal. If universal is at 114, they're going to be at 125. So if they said no more free fast passes, but you can get the ultimate one for 125 bucks a day. Don't you think that that would even, they would go super crazy. Like, wait a minute. Now you're really, now you're really giving it to the rich people. I, I'm, I'm with Lee 100 percent on this one. It's not Why even. Why do close. you think you universally give it to you for free when you stay at a deluxe resort? Because that's deluxe people that got deluxe money. Yeah, people are complaining like Disney invented this concept, and really Disney is the last one to the to the dance to the dance on this one, and they're charging the least. Like I don't know if there's any other bads. Is there any other bads, real quick? Because if we can go to the goods real quick. Uh, the first one to me would be money. Like, this is the most affordable I've ever seen. Oh, I was about to say, no, you said money was bad, but okay, now I got you. I no, got no, you. no, I'm saying uh, in terms of paid fast passes, I'm not, again, not 
questioning whether or not I think that everybody out there has a legitimate concern. What is Disney going to do with the fast pass lines and the standby lines? If they release so many fast passes where the standby lines look like what they looked during fast pass plus, if those standby lines don't improve, then everybody was right. And Disney did screw them. And they have every right to be trepidatious about what Disney is putting forward. Having said that, Again, it to me, it would be really hard to imagine that Disney would do that because they don't have to do this. They don't have to say, look, 15 bucks, guys, 15 bucks. You get to walk on everything else. Standby line. You get to get on the attraction, that kind of thing. So money wise, this is very affordable. And let, let's hammer it at home a little bit, Lee, if you don't mind. $15 a day. That is less than the cost of an alcoholic beverage at Oga's Cantina. That's a turkey leg and a bottle of water. Fifteen dollars in Disney money is nothing. That's a beer. It's a beer. <laughs> I was gonna say don't don't compare to Olga's Cantina because you can't sit down nowhere at Olga's Cantina. At least on one of these rides, you can sit down. <laughs> it's one of those things that you walk out of the park and you hit the button and the little thing lights up and swirls around. You're like, I got, I got it! I got it! Fifteen dollars in Disney. I mean, an alcoholic beverage at most places is going to run you right around the exact same thing. $15 in Disney money, you'll spend a t-shirt minimum 25 Yeah. Oh, yeah. This so easily. $30. Yeah. $30. $30. Bucks, depending on what it is. Yeah. So money-wise, to the good, I, I mean, and I really do believe this, if Disney does not actively go out to screw its customers, and I'm not saying they won't, but I'm saying if theory ro- works out and they, they do what they should do here, money-wise, this isn't that much money. And you work it out to such a way to where people are a lot more, what's the word, uh, just happier about malleable. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, okay, well, I've done this, but now I have the flexibility to do what I want when I want. If little Timmy gets sick and he has to go back to the room, cool. I can take little Timmy back to the room. I'll grab that next fast pass that comes along when we get back to the parks. No problem. He never missed Haunted Mansion. He never missed Big Thunder Mountain. He never missed anything. And I think that's another key aspect of this. That's another positive that you just don't, if you, if, if you want something, if, if, you're, if this is your one Disney trip a year, which for most of us it is, sometimes we can do twice a year. Most people, this is their one Disney trip every three to four years. To know that you can see everything that you want to see to me is worth a little bit extra especially considering all the extras that you pay for when you're already over there just for the sake of having a good time at disney three you do away with all the meticulous over planning it's just done with you don't have to show up you don't have to stick to the schedule that you had to plan because that's when your travel agent or you could get your your fast passes that you didn't have to wake up at the crack of freaking dawn to do it either you have to roll the dice you just this is what you have you have flexibility in your vacation god forbid that all of us get to know what that's like because i do firmly 100 percent believe that when people start really experiencing this and they like it which i think they will that $15 a day is going to go up really quick. Nobody had to walk to school barefoot backwards. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, the piggyback of that, that was going to be my positive was the day of planning. You know, it's it's like if, if I don't, uh, you know, some people like to do that. But look, in my, in my work life, even the musician life, I got to plan like months ahead. You know, I got to plan years ahead sometimes, depending on the job. But I don't want to have to do that on my vacation. You know, so the, if this gives me, affords me the ability to just do it the day of and not have to worry about it, six, however many days in advance, this is a definite positive for me and my family. 
you know, because our taste, we might, we might wake up and it's like, eh, I don't feel like doing that. We could probably change it or, or, you know, or do something different than what we planned like how 10 years ago or whatever. I mean, if the only way you were going to get to ride on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the best example, because that's still like hard to get. If the only way you can do it is to go to Magic Kingdom on Thursday and like you said, the kid gets sick or the, the, the park gets rained out or whatever happens, that's it. Game over. Uh, no Seven Dwarfs Mine Train this trip, I guess. I guess we'll see it in three years from now when we come back. And, you know, and, and I was hopefully, hopefully, hopefully dining stays at 60 days as opposed to 180 days. Because now that you don't have that 60-day fast pass, maybe we'll, maybe the 60-day dining, that's a little more reasonable. And, you know, instead of six months out, you know, maybe we'll get two months like we, I like this two months out. It's not bad. So hopefully. 100%. Yeah. I'll give you another positive that I, I thought of. Uh, guests staying offsite, annual pass holders. They don't have to worry about people staying at a Disney resort gobbling up all the wonderful fast passes 30 days before they even get a chance to touch them so, i mean this really levels the playing field not completely obviously there's still a, a perk or two well not this perfect yeah, yeah yeah but i mean this greatly levels the playing field between guests who are choosing to stay off-site as opposed to guests who are trying to stay on-site it brings them closer at least it does than it was before when it's like they're so far apart it was a chasm that yeah, yeah, yeah. That you had to get past well i think i think uh, to add to a, a benefit uh since there's an algorithm that goes through with the free part there's an algorithm so that gets to help the family know each other because i'm sure they're gonna say oh yeah well you know we have record of some sort of our last vacation based upon what we checked in the boxes I do like the fact that there's the forecasting. I mean, not like it's Disney. There's going to be a line anywhere you go. But it is cool to kind of be like, hey, look, the projected times are this, that, the other. So that's just kind of fun knowledge to kind of have. And that shows good ingenuity on Disney's part to at least give you that opportunity. So, sure. you know, planning, uh, what do you call it? Forecasting. Good. There you go. Mm -hmm. Cool. Absolutely. Now, this one I would put, like, the, the next two I would put in the level of possibility. Possibility. So as this is either or? Positives. As far as positives. Oh, okay. 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 There's a possibility that these could be positives. I'm not willing to say it because, again, I understand people having a distrust of Disney at this point. Totally understand it. However, theoretically, this should result in shorter standby lines. <laughs> theoretically. It should. If, if you think Absolutely. about it, how could it not Nobody's walking into the parks anymore with three guaranteed fast passes. Everybody that walked in the park at one point, boom, three were burnt per person every moment, the minute they walked into the parks. People, there were no more tiers that were forcing you to go on attractions that yeah, otherwise you wouldn't even ride, but you are forced to get a fast pass to them, you know, no matter what. So that should be gone. I mean, and plus, when you consider the very, very, very best of attractions, the, the ones that people are paying a premium on top to be able to ride, they're limiting it to two. Well, I mean, shoot, we, everybody could have get a uh, fast pass to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train before. Everyone can get a fast pass to Radiator, Spring, Radiator Springs Racers before. I mean, now you can't even do it. No fast passes for any of those or whatever they want to call it now. So, I mean, the point being is that theoretically, now again, it depends on how many Disney allows. Theoretically, this should greatly shorten the standby line. I'll give you possibility because that's not on the app. That's just on the amount of people 
that are going to show up on that particular day right. to have fun. And so there's nothing that can really, that's not predictable. You can only, you got to wait till all the people show up and you check the forecast algorithm on the app to but see. But it doesn't matter. Everyone there. that's walking to the park are walking in with three guaranteed fast passes. Now you're walking in with maybe one. And then you're yeah. booking as you go. You can't book the next one. That's how the original fast pass system worked so well. That's why there were still fast passes available well into the day. So maybe your plus is that it shaves off, say, 30, 45 minutes off of your off of your wait for an extremely popular ride. But other than that, makes it easier for the, uh, what do you call well, it? It probably gets like the people in the standby line a more reasonable time to wait for. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is that, and again, theoretically, it should. That Theoretically, to be should. told, to be determined. That should be determined. And that's going to, by the way, that's going to be the make or break factor. You know, that's why, like, again, this all sounds great to me, but that is the make or break. If the, the standby lines are no longer reasonable anymore, if it's exactly what we saw in during FastPass Plus, if all those lines are still taking you way too long to get through, if there's still a freaking queue for living with the land, Something has gone wrong here. <laughs> Something is not right. And Disney has Disney done do. what everyone has suspected that they're going to do. Fearful, yeah. Screw them over, yes. Where are these rides? Where are these lines coming from? Oh this gosh. is not my house. And this the, is not my beautiful wife. You said it was another possibility? There's a, oh, there's a, oh, yeah, there's another. Another positive, I was going to say. Another, possible, okay. another positive, positive yeah. that I would say, again, if this proves out to be true, last time on the phone's in the park. Oh, but you're talking yeah, about the virtual assistant, yeah. though. So, I mean, no, 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 well, yeah, if you want to have fun, you, you can want to talk the with the virtual assistant. Yeah. yeah. But again, if you do fast, I mean, when you did Fast Pass Plus, the minute you walked in, again, what was the first priority? Get rid of those three fast passes as soon as possible, which left you scrambling for more additional fast passes, which meant you were on your phone. And what was left? The dregs. The stuff that you didn't want. And you're just refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. And you know, you, hey, uh, honey, I saw a fast pass for three people at Space Mountain. I'm going to take it. You keep refreshing. See if you can find it for two people. And you just refresh, refresh. This should make sure that there are plenty enough fast passes throughout the day. Theoretically. Again, depends on what Disney does. To be determined, yeah. To be determined. So in a possible world, that could lead to less people because I know for a fact I was when we went to Disneyland I was the one doing all the fast passes it was as simple as okay we just use our fast passes guys what's next up Raider Springs races at 345 we good we good that was it ding done I didn't sit there like damn it I can't get ready I'm going to keep refreshing I'm going to get it all right shoot I just took uh Big Thunder Mountain but I'm going to keep refreshing and see if I get that it was never like that at Disneyland there was always something available and we just grabbed it yeah. And it led to less time on the phone. The phone didn't die so quickly. It was nicer. Even less stressful, for sure. Definitely less stressful. Absolutely. So, again, I mean, the positives and the negatives. Mm. Positives are way the negatives. But for those negatives, they are costly. Well, that's the thing when it comes to money. Yeah. I mean, everyone would wish that this system was in place and it was free. But, hey, I'm sorry. You know, it's just not going to happen now. That's not the age we're living in. And... I'm, I want to make this real quick point. $300 if you average it out. You know, it's a family of four, five days in the park, 300 bucks. Okay. Now, that is not necessarily not a lot of money because $300 is a lot of money, depending on what you want to buy with it. But $300 for a Disney vacation should not make or break you. It should not be the deciding factor on whether you get to go to Disney or not, or whether you enjoy Disney or not, whatever. I mean, and I don't mean any offense by this at all to anyone that, you know, that, 
maybe is on a budget like that. But if you if three hundred dollars is not in your budget for your Disney vacation, my suggestion would be to save up another six months to a year to where you can afford that three hundred dollars and then be able to afford this benefit. Totally agree. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it when you can have fun with it. Don't do it when you're like nickel and diming it because it's not fun. It's not going to work. It's a, a nickel and diming Disney vacation is not fun, especially if you're going with kids. Like people are like, "Well, I got three kids." Well, good. When you have three kids and you walk through a Disney park, good luck going five feet without them saying, "I want that," because <laughs> all that's going to ruin their vacation. <laughs> but you told me that, that yeah, you already bought that. Um, that's full set. <laughs> that's why you better Good. put them kids to work now and give them their allowance two years in advance before you call that job. Like, Spend your own money. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. There's a financial guy, Dave Ramsey. He's, he always says the term "act your wage." Oh wow! So it's like you know, you act your wage. It's like if you can't drop all that money right now, then save. There's there's ways to do it to make it to work for your particular economic situation. Couldn't agree more. You yeah. just gotta you gotta be smart with it. You know, you can't lie to yourself. That's absolutely yeah, true. That's where you get in trouble. That's where you get into debt. That's where you get bankrupt. All kind of mess. Yeah, you can't lie. To you don't want to do that. Be an adult. Do and you really need to have a working understanding of Disney prices to realize how low to most of us here sitting. Fifteen dollars does sound like a lot of money, but like I said, you know, like. Eli, you classified yourself as a layman. I guarantee you, you spent more than that on your last waiter. Well, order. I'm going to go there as a single man. So, I mean, I'm planning on going to Rise of the Resistance, even if that's going to cost me 60 bucks. But that's just 60 <laughs> bucks for me. I don't have like, you know, I, I, what children. I'm saying yeah. is I'm, gu- I'm guaranteeing you that you spent probably a $15 upcharge between your tip and between the upcharge that they cost you on your last waiter order, I'm, I guarantee you. No, I went to you, DoorDash. You're right, because I, I wanted Chick-fil-A, and I did not feel like driving all the way out here. And uh, that, that was like 30 buck for like fries, nuggets, and a chicken sandwich. And if I... <laughs> But the funny thing is, that was faster than if I waited in the line. <laughs> so uh, that still goes that, to yeah. my point. If I got to pay extra, bam, I want it as opposed to if I waited in the natural line to get the ride. And you consider yourself a layman. I'm totally day to day, And totally you still, just like every one of us, take advantage of certain things where it's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, how many of us get pizza delivery as opposed to just going to go get it? Yeah. yeah. You know, you could save $3 if you just made your own ketchup. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I'm just gonna buy that. Look, it was it was so tough for me a couple of months ago. I jacked the meals on Wheels truck because I was like, uh, shoot, I need the money. <laughs> you hit that, shwa- hit up that hit Schwann's it. truck. They, yeah, they were Schwann's like, broken down. You just stole that roast beef. I was like, look, I got to get this poor boy right now. They're like, but we give this his old name. Like, they don't even have any teeth. Give me the sandwich now, <laughs> real quick. I know we've gone long, but I do believe, and and I think that these people probably have a legitimate gripe. This is part of your list, still. Is no, it's not. I'm done with the list. Done with the list. Oh, okay. I saw everything right. I need to say. And again, uh, you know, whereas it sounds like I'm completely for it, I'm waiting to see what Disney does with standby. If standby lines are unreasonable, then this is a, an utter failure. There's not a. I, I, I want to be clear on that. However, I think that we're approaching this as we would approach it as people who go there once a year, twice a year, however many times a year. Annual pass holders. Do they have a gripe here? Just one quick thing, and I'll, I'm not an expert on this anyway, but I will just say this. Disneyland, when they originally opened their Max Pass system, it was not available for annual pass holders. But eventually, they did find a way to work it into a you know a tier inside the um, inside their uh, annual pass system, and they were able to accommodate. So I think ultimately they'll get it eventually. 
Okay, so that's that doesn't answer your question, but I would think that Disney knows what the annual pass holders are and what they mean to the company. I think they'll figure out a way to make it beneficial. Hundred percent. You didn't. Yeah. Whereas it might not be answering the question, you went right where I was going to go with this. I would not be surprised. I don't know how long it's going to take. I would not be a bit surprised if at some point in time, there's going to be annual pass holders with Disney Genie Plus included. Not the Rise of Resistance stuff, not the, the individual selection stuff, but the Disney Genie $15 charge. Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if over time that is included for a nominal charge. I can see that. And, and, and to, just to clarify... It is available for the annual pass holders to purchase. They can do that. So they didn't have to wait for a max pass or whatever. You know, it wasn't included like that. But uh, as far as stuff that I've been reading, it's like annual pass holders can buy into these additional options with Disney Genie Plus as well as individually selected attractions. Um, but yeah, I could totally see that, that they, they're adding that as, as, I don't know how they're doing for annual passes. It's been a while since I've been one. But yeah, one of the tiers or whatever levels they call it or something like that would include this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, I understand that where they're coming from, I don't agree with it. I really don't, and I don't mean to offend, but I don't agree that this is a burden or that this is unfair. I don't think it is, in my opinion. Well, I don't, I don't understand. I'll be curious, you know. I, I, the only reason I say is because they're not losing anything. They're not getting anything extra. They're not getting anything like a benefit at a discounted price. But they also are not losing anything that they currently have. They're getting this. We're all getting the same thing. Now, their argument can be that they deserve more because they're annual pass holders, but they're not getting less. They're getting the same as everybody else is getting. Well, I, I, that's a bad argument to me because I, I, you and I have spoken about this when you were over here. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we figured out that for a Florida resident, for an annual pass holder, all the bells and whistles in the record rack, it's like, what, $1,000? Thousand bucks. Yeah, and for like one person for a, a park hopper ticket for how many days? What was it? For five days, family of four, seven hundred bucks. Seven hundred dollars. I mean, you're already kind of getting into the you know territory of yeah. The annual guest pays a lot of money for those tickets too. And um, if you go twice a year, I mean, without I mean, we would love the ability, love the ability. I'm sure all of us would love the ability if we live there to just go when we want to. And I can guarantee you, I spend upwards of $6,000 every time we go there. Guaranteed. So it's a little bit hard for me to be like, "Eh, well, the money that they spend as compared to what we spend, stuff like that. It's a little bit harder. And in fact, we've looked into the idea of having an annual pass before because we spend so much money every time we go just to see if we could make it worthwhile. But (laughs) once Fast Pass Plus came along, Disneyland. (laughs) <laughs> that was it. Because well, that means I moved to California right now. If that's the case, maybe, maybe as a Disney vacation club holder, I can welcome them into our arms and comfort them a little, help them out a little bit as yeah. far as things <laughs> getting taken away <laughs> lovingly. Of course, <laughs> can I do that? Yeah, I think you. I think you like, have hey, every right to welcome to the club, baby. There yeah, you uh, go. Let's talk. Let's have a drink. Give him that smile and sing to him. Do the croon that you do so well, Kevin. Now yes. again, I understand if what ends up happening is that the standby lines are so unreasonable that they absolutely do need a show because they are worried that they have to pay $15 a day just to go visit their park. And fair enough. But if the standby lines are reasonable, that kills all this. If they are unreasonable, well, then, yeah, then I understand them being mad. I can understand. I could perfectly understand their anger. And that's what this is all going to hinge on. So uh, we have a couple of trips as a podcast set to go out there. Uh, end of September around the anniversary of the 50th. 
Uh, and then and the other half of us is going to Disneyland. And if we're lucky for both parties, um, we'll be we'll get to experience this in some way, shape, or form and give you a very accurate uh, opinion as far as how we feel the system is running uh, as we approach our birthday month in November and maybe even closer to our 400th show, you know. Uh, so a lot of fun things are down or headed down the pipe for us. So make sure you save, subscribe, stay tuned because uh, we're going to tell you how to do that. And look, share your opinions with us about your Disney Genie thing, man. Let us know. We've had a lot of weekends talk about this in uh, various places, the Facebook, uh, the Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, all different kinds of places, even YouTube, man. They've, they've just Facebook. It's cleaner. Yes, just Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, let us know your opinions, man. And look, stay tuned. We're just about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about Disney Genie, Disney Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, all that kind of stuff. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us and share your opinions about this new system that's coming down the pipe, Shoot us an email at showmagicourway.com or you can call or send us a text message at 1815-A-Weekend. That is 1815-MO-Weekend. That is 669-4226. And of course, we have a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we've got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat. Cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. Man, that's total synergy there. Right before I came out to do this podcast, I was watching Deadpool just to psych myself up. So it's just so awesome to have that outro happen. And so you heard what Rob said. Just check out the site. Check out the artwork. Check out all of the good interviews and links and all that good stuff. And, of course, a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat, an episode, an insight, a topic, we all over the place right here. We believe in synergy, and that's what we do is we synergize. So go ahead and follow that link to the Magic Highway podcast. Meanwhile, on Facebook.com, you can find me there. You like Ivory. How you doing if you're a real person? But if you're bot, I can't talk to you. Okay, I'm totally done with you. Read the aura, Iggy B. I'm just <laughs> done with you. Okay, I know you ain't real sitting all these hot pictures talking about marrying you, and the stuff ain't even in English. I don't trust you. <laughs> you're a bot. Get away from me. Okay. Iggy B? Yeah. Rita Ora, Iggy B. Iggy B. Uh, yeah, it is. Don't trust. That's how, next thing you know. Put him on blast, man. I'm doing Let it, him be man. known. Hacking it. Next thing you know, your cousin messaged you and say, hey, I didn't know you was getting married in Taiwan. Like, what are you talking about? I'm still in New Orleans. Like, you got <laughs> hacked. I want that on my people. 
I want that. I like how you remember their names. You got to remember these bots, man, because they, they mess you up. They, they, they hurt your reputation. They mess you up. They mess you up. They mess you up. <laughs> you know, this man's always looking at pictures of people who friend him, and then he falls in love, and he's like, oh, yeah. Bot. Yeah. Bot. It's like a trap door. Like, right before I fall into love, I'll make sure there's not a lever somewhere around the wall. She got the word Hitachi tamped to her ass. That's it. What is this? This signs. I mean, you know. You want, always signs. Yeah. You want to talk to me on that? What is it? The Golden Oak Patriot? I yeah. tell you the signs. I see it all day. All day, baby. Yeah, real. So, uh, <laughs> you check that out. Cool. Uh, you can also check out Project Geisha. Uh, on facebook.com so that's like that's got like some artwork and like you know other features there instagram are right there yari 504 and of course on twitter i can be found at hancock 166 so you appreciate the madness just bringing me the gladness and it won't cost you an extra 20 bucks to get on that ride thank you very much <laughs> and look if you want to book a vacation now to so that you can experience disney genie system itself and look just like lavar burton used to stay on reading rainbow don't take our word for it Experience it for yourself. Experience it for yourself. Book a vacation with Lee right now, and chances are, by the time you go next year, you will have to experience it yourself, and then you can give us your opinions on this. So, Lee, how can they book a vacation with you, sir? Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-lightning-fast-pass-secondary-attraction-individual-line-express thing. Ethan, 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 Ethan. Yeah, whatever they're calling it Ethan, honey. That thing. <laughs> you can email me at Lee at magicarway.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash Lost Travel. That's L A S T O V I C A Travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. And TikTok, you got a friend in Lee. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no Lightning Lane Avika. I like how we branded him as the, the travel genie before there was a travel genie. It was always you. Never had a friend like Lee. Yeah. You had a friend in Lee. I mean, it was always the genie thing with Lee. And then they, Disney's like, nope, it's ours. We're taking it back. So now he's going to have to yeah, be Lightning they, Lee. They did me like Lynn Tester. You did, yeah. man. They took your identity, <laughs> took everything. Then that genie uh, had to be in too. So take it back, man. You're going to be Lightning Lee from now on. Lightning, right, Lightning Lee. Lee. When that his name, and when he did that race against uh, Joshua Bears, oh, yeah, <laughs> Lightning Lee Lasavica. Right. I think that was his name. Oh. You mean he stole that too? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Hey, Disney. took Come everything. On. Oh, everything, man. Took all your stuff, all your activities. It's all intellectual property. And look, guys, look, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicourway.com. Any way in which you can support the show, like Patreon, is deeply appreciated. Also, we want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Mawigans, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. $15 Epcot beer. You know what, Eli? What? It doesn't matter where I am, but I always have Mad Hatter Radio with me. That's it. It's it all is. about the Mad Hatter Radio heart. It is, man. I have it always with me. Uh, when I'm at work, Mad Hatter Radio. That's it. It's when I'm at home, Mad Hatter Radio. When I'm in the John, Mad Hatter Radio. That's right. Fits you like a glove because it's like a hat. I'm a madman in there. Because it's Bad Hatter Radio. That's right.